Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's so many different ways that you can use it. So for him, obviously the product took some time and then he just literally targeted New Balance shoes. Like, so those are like wide two sneaker shoes. And he's doing like six figures a month in sales, you know, with Facebook. What, what changed him? He's actually, he used to be a YouTuber. His YouTube name is Engineer Truth. And then, so he would follow me on Pat. He's like, the oh, fuck, man? It looks like you just don't work as hard as me. Like, what the f are you doing? And, and um, so he signed up for one of my courses. And then he's like, couldn't believe how simple it was. So for me, for people that don't know, I have a financial education company. How you day? How you day? That was the voice of Jubril. Now, have you ever thought about building a business anywhere, working anywhere, and developing your goals and ambitions anywhere in the world? Yes, even in a pandemic. Well, that's what today's guest has done. And as you heard from the clip, he's very, very passionate about that. And I, I do think it's important to remind you all that while we are seeking to be the best version of ourselves, we can also do that in places that bring out the best in us and we are not going to be able to know what places of the world bring out the best in us if we don't explore and so i hope you can take a lot from dribble's story i hope you can take a lot from his creativity and his just sheer hustle spirit now not hustle in the toxic way but you know hustle in the adaptability way right he has so many stories you got to check out his platform so make sure you check out the links in the bio and I guarantee you that this is one of those episodes you're going to want to share with your friends because I think it's going to inspire you to think outside of whatever box you may be in. Hope you truly enjoy the episode. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's guest is Jubril. Now, Jubril is Mr. Passport Heavy, as he just said before we hit record. He's a pioneer digital nomad and a self taught digital marketing wizard with a passion for sharing a story and teaching others how to successfully navigate their business in the modern digital space. So if you're curious about what we're going to be discussing, we're going to be discussing how he's founded companies and how he's navigated that despite what's been going on in and out of the world. But before we get into all that, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much. Um, humbled to be here. You know, I, you know, doing a little digging myself and I was like, yo, like there was like 575 episodes so far as like <laughs> that is you know that is what like creates success right when someone can be that consistent it's like you know you you're going to the gym every day yeah. like there's not like oh i'm doing this here and there i'm like you don't get to 500 plus episodes by not and then you develop skills i just wanted to give you your flowers i'm like that's 
that's, that's a lot of value. You know, that's a lot of, that's a lot of impact, um, you know, for people listening and then you continuing to improve upon your skills. Cause like, I don't see many people at that, at those numbers. So I was, I was just impressed. So, so thank you for, for, you know, for having me. Well, that's love. I appreciate that. And, you know, I, I attribute that to some of our background. You, you and I share an ancestry. <laughs> We're both Nigerian. <laughs> and <laughs> even though this is not necessarily what my parents envisioned for me, mom wanted me to be a doctor. <laughs> Dad wanted me to be a lawyer, but there's that sense of work ethic and we both come from Lagos. And if, if anyone has been to Lagos, you know, I live in New York now, but there's a shared hustle, but mentality, but it's not the, the unhealthy type. It's the, I'll figure it out regardless of what, you know, what life throws at me. So I, I want to segue that into your story because you're also Nigerian. You have Nigerian parents, but now you are running businesses in different parts of the world. When was it that you knew I got to be Mr. Password heavy and I got to deviate from what society expects of me? uh deviate from society i mean that was that was young like i was i was in high school i've, I've been different from from a young age so <laughs> I, I know i was gonna travel the world yeah no but um i've been different like i i knew i didn't fit into the regular corporate world i was like just i was like don't look fun i don't want to do this like and so <laughs> That was, that was from from a young age for me. So, um, but how did like traveling the world was two thousand. I started traveling the world two thousand ten, like nonstop. That was two thousand ten when I started my my world trip around the world. Two thousand and ten. So, so that's that's uh, what eleven years basically. Eleven years, yeah. And were you so you are you had you just finished college or were you in the middle of college or what was that? Were you at a job or something? No, 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 no college boy. Um, so graduated from high school, make my mom happy. It's like, this is the least you can do, graduate high school. But um, I started my, I was a power seller on eBay before I graduated high school. Yes. And so after that, I went on to, you know, continue doing that for a while. Um, and I had, it wasn't all straight up. Like yeah, um, one of the biggest lessons I learned after a while was, don't put all your eggs in one basket. And so I was, you know, I started to make like six figures a year on, um, you know, from eBay. And what ended up happening is eBay's, I, I used to do these things called homepage features listings. And mm -hmm. then I also used to do um, thing called feature plus listing. And then eBay changed, they took away the homepage features listings. And when they did that, and then the algorithm was changing for the feature plus, like what used to be super profitable was no longer profitable. And that was like when I made a, a big shift to learning how to market. Cause I was like, man, if I had kids or something and I don't, and this happened, like I literally, how bad it was is like bank accounts, not just overdrafted, it's, it's overdrafted for months. And then after the 60 days, you know, bank account is closed like crazy, you know, I moved back in with my mom. Um, it, it, it was a real serious situation, humbling, humbling situation. Um, but that's when I learned, I need to learn how to market in any weather. I need to really learn how to figure this out. It wasn't that the internet wasn't working, is that I didn't know how to work the internet. And I learned 
okay, if I learn like copywriting, if I learn, and at the time I was learning like Yahoo Overture, um, like MSN Bing. So this is like old school pay-per-click marketing. And I learned, okay, the copy. And if I send it to this, like, this is, um, I was like, okay. And then, and that's time went on like YouTube ads, but that was like later, later on, um, you know, like 2011, 2010-ish. But I learned how to do pay-per-click marketing and storytelling. And so from, you know, basically going like, falling i learned i needed to know how to market in any weather and so that's like what really happened um you know for me i love that story because the audience will know this but before we got started i said i graduated in 2011 my undergrad and i i was i knew i wanted something more you know because i <laughs> it wasn't you know I, I was studying marketing i got my degree in marketing so i was always curious about that mm-hmm. and i got on twitter and i'll just social media platforms early, but I remember I used to see your ads. You would just pop up randomly. And I remember Lewis House too, who's doing something else, but mm-hmm. Lewis House was doing something with LinkedIn. You were doing what you said you were doing with, with eBay, but it was, if you look at what you two are doing right now, it's very different from what you all started as, but it comes mm-hmm. from that ability to, to navigate and understand how to use the internet. And I'm watching this generation, YouTube generation, TikTok generation, all these generations. And there are many people coming out, you know, kids that I mentor who say the same thing. They want to aspire to be an internet marketer or an entrepreneur. But Mm -hmm. I wonder if there's some foundational tips you can help share. Like, What is the core of digital storytelling that can help you navigate whatever the weather, say a pandemic, for example, that takes everyone out for 15 months or, you know, a, an algorithm shift that all of a sudden limits your views from all that. Yeah. What are those tenets? Um, I'd say first and foremost, it sounds cliche. It sounds kind of corny, but like, or not corny, but it's cliche. It's like your mindset is like, is everything. So because when you have obstacles, when you have, you know, tribulations in your life, uh, when I was going through real stuff, like it was the personal development that had me talking to myself in my head, you know, basically picking myself back up where many people would have buckled and went back to the easy route of like, yo, let me just go get this safe job. And like, at least I know kind of what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen, you know, every two weeks, like it's going to, like, it's going to be okay. Like it's not going to be terrible. And um, <laughs> for me, so mindset was, is probably the biggest thing, even though that's not a technical thing. Um, mindset is what, you know, develops, you know, your, your consistency, right? Because um, I believe to have like massive success, you have momentum. And to have momentum, you have to be, you know, you have to be consistent. There's, you know, and then you have to learn how to say no. You have to learn how to communicate with people. You have like all these different skills come from developing, you know, a strong mindset and always continuing to grow. Um, So I I just wanted to acknowledge that first, because like when you say what's the foundation above anything, it's like it's the mindset. And then on top of that, then it's like, yeah, I learned how to write amazing copy, right? Uh, That's going to engage with people. That's going to be emotionally engaging. Or when I'm doing videos, I'm thinking about, what are the trigger points for my audience watching, right? Like, or when I'm doing my passport heavy videos, like, it's not like I'm just winging it. Like, it, it might seem like I'm just carefree, but it's a very methodical 
organized thought pattern of written out notes of like what I want to hit, what are like the, the things people want to know. Um, so when you think about like, when you say like, what are those tips is like, I always say, understand your audience and it will take you to the promised land. Mm -hmm. And so what do I mean by that? It doesn't matter. Um, let's say you want to start out a, like a, a skincare line, what specific issues you know, does your audience have, right? And then you want to you highlight it. Or for example, in my marketing class, I have a, um, one of my students, Matt Chan, he has um, uh, a shoe brand that he created called Birchberry. And um, he, he came to that one of my, um, he, he learned from my Facebook ads. And, you know, it's the same thing, right? Understand your audience and it will lead you to the promised land. And so this is what I'm talking about with marketing. So he um, has this wide toe shoe because Converse are like narrow toe shoes, right? Yes. And so he just had the simple thing of, man, there's people that don't have the pretty feet, like that fit in all Converse comfortably, like their toes are squished. And <laughs> he came up, you know, with this, you know, with this shoe of a wide toe, you know, dope shoe that you can wear. And then what did he need to learn after that is like, you know, you need to learn after you have a product or service, right? And then you learn how to have your message. How do you get it in front of people? So I tell people, I don't think people understand the power. Um, so this is like one of the things that you need to know as far as a tip is like, how do you actually promote? Like, this is a technical thing of like using Facebook and Instagram ads, right? Mm. There's so many different ways that you can use it. So for him, all he did was some something, obviously the product took some time and then he just literally targeted New Balance shoes, like so those are like wide two sneaker shoes, and he's doing over, um, he's doing like six figures a month in um, in sales. You know, with Facebook, what what changed him? He's actually he used to be a YouTuber. His YouTube name is um, Engineer Truth, and then so he would follow me on Pat. He's like, the fuck, man! It looks like you just don't work as hard as me. Like, what the f are you doing? And, and um, so he signed up for one of my courses, and then he just—he's like, he couldn't believe how simple it was. So for me, for people that don't know, I have also um, this is a little bit later on, but I have a financial education company. But the thing about it is, the way I built it is what I'm talking about right now is through you know, the mindset and then it's with Facebook ads and Instagram ads and under, like like the key of understanding your audience. Yeah. So I have a, a business called Live Richer Academy with my amazing business partner, Tiffany the Budgetista. Now like nine oh, weeks. Oh, I love, I love, I just, I'm reading her book. Bestseller, huh? Yeah, I'm reading a book right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's my business partner. And, you know, there's a whole backstory. Like we, we go, we go way back, right? But like how we've built the majority of our business um, was through Facebook and Instagram. But here's the thing I said, understanding your audience. So people might say, oh, you know, Chase Bank has, a, you know, they're, they're big, billion dollar company. They, they offer some financial education. Or you might say, oh, Nerd Wallet has like this big thing or like all these things. But the thing was, no one was speaking. So my business partner is um, is black. She's also at Nijago. Nijago, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you know, she's just a brilliant individual. But the thing for um, for nobody was speaking to women of color that made people feel like they understood them. And then that's what we targeted, right? And now we have women. We, we target all women, but that was like our core group of women that we served and we said, hey, like we hear you, we see you, 
and we are here to teach you about budgeting, saving, education. And then we have um, um, basically our business is a is a platform, a membership business where we have um, forty thousand members um, that pay thirty bucks a month, um, and that's just like one of the businesses you know that we have. But when we we built that through Facebook ads, right? So like all those elements that I say, it's kind of like, I always think of it like Karate Kid. You'd be like, oh, just tell me like what you do. But I was like, the elements was like, nobody was doing that before. We saw it and the, there's a problem in the marketplace. We identified, you know, who that target market was and then the marketing, right? Of you, if you're using Facebook ads, TikTok, or if you're doing it organically, YouTube ads, but you have to get in front of a mass amount of people if you want to scale your business. And for me, I've been able to do that, you know, while I've traveled the world, but that's basically in an essence. And that's how literally we run a lot of Facebook and Instagram ads to get in front of the right women and the targets, right. Are, so it's like most people would think that you would target. I don't know how, I don't know how technical your audience is. I don't want to. No, no, go go into the weeds, go into weeds. Cause we've had, we've discussed ads before, but they're always looking for the best way to target. Yeah. Okay. And so a lot of people, you know, if I told people I had a financial education company and they were like, hey, what, what do you, and like I say, I teach about budgeting, financing, getting your first home, investing, all of that. Most people, I'm like, what would I type in the keywords? Most people would say, um, oh, you know, investing or wealth building or generational wealth, credit, you know, budgeting. But the thing is, I don't hardly target any of that. For me, I target things like um, like Issa Rae from like Insecure or I target Shea Moisture or Essence Magazine or, you know, Black Enterprise Magazine. And the reason that I do that is because my target, and then I would put the target for women because that's our, our target, because I know my target market is in there. Even though that's not the keywords, my target market, you know, is, is within those within those Smart. niches, right? And that's why it's like people would advertise in Essence Magazine, even though if they had a like. And so, like, you got to just think outside the box sometimes. And so many people, I asked this, I had like a webinar, and not one person said was thinking like that. They all went linear thinking of like budget credit and then so it's like yeah. you know it just kind of taught me to you gotta like to think outside the box you know i i want to do something here and, and i love that you're saying this you, you again you're someone that has always thought outside the box and part of thinking outside the box is the idea of not being just one one type of person right you're you're a polymath essentially you know a renaissance man you have your financial literacy company but you know you're also mr passport heavy so let's tackle <laughs> let's tackle the the first part because i feel like you know a lot of your passion has been traveling around the world how what is mr what is passport heavy what does it do how did you eventually make your passion a business and then after that i want to talk about the idea of not being pigeonholed into something because people do fear once they build a brand they can't go on to the next thing that they have and i've heard that many times hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees Promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just wanted to stop by here before we get back to the episode. I wanted to let you all know that I do have a collective for people who are interested in developing their cultural competency skills, becoming more anti-racist. And it's a resource of things that you can do with your family, with your school, with yourself to work through your individual journey to become a better culturally competent leader. It's called UID Collective, and the link is in the show notes, but it's a mix of courses, it's a mix of resources, things you can download, and all you need to do is sign up as a member. It's a monthly membership. I'd love for you to check it out, use it with your friends, use it with your family, use it with yourself, okay? The link is in the show notes. It's called UID Collective, and it's for those of you that want to improve your cultural competency skills. Back to the episode. But let's start off with Password yeah. Heavy. What is it? How did you build it? And what does it do? Man, good question. It's, and it's like, it's, it really depends on how someone knows me. Because, well, like, you probably even only know me a few ways, Password Heavy and, um, you know, the financial company. But there's, like, meet other people to be like, oh, my God, he, he does that? Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but so but for Password Heavy, what I do with um, with that company is, I started traveling, like I said, in 2010, and I was seeing a different reality around the world than what my perception was of these places. Like when I saw Colombia, I was like, oh, fuck, I thought I was going to get kidnapped or like I thought it was, you know, you, you see the Pablo Escobar. And I was like, wow, this is actually a beautiful place with amazing people like, you know, the city of eternal spring. And I was like, I want people to know about this. Like this is I'm experiencing something completely different. And so, and I had a photo album that I started in like uh, probably 2010. Um, and so I was like, and I just started just posting some videos and, and I make, I made videos like I was talking to the homies. I was like, yo, this is what it's like. This is what you need to expect. Cause I didn't make money from it. And I still to this day don't make money from it. <laughs> what a lot mm-hmm. of people don't know, they're like, oh, I, was like, I still don't make money from it. Um, or like, it's not, pro- it's not a profitable business um, because I mean, one day it will be, but I just, I care more about the story than the monetizing it um, right now. So that's what it is. Like, I, I like to tell stories that people don't know. And then also not everyone has a Jay-Z budget. And so, and my budget has increased over time. Like a lot of shit I do now, like I wasn't doing 10 years ago. Yeah. Um, and so is, is, and the thing about the world as well is to be in the top 1% of income earners in the world, to be in the top 1% of income earners in the world, you need to make $32,000 a year, right? 32 USD to be in the top 1% of income earners in the world, right? And so what people flex on the gram is not fucking reality. Like <laughs> when people say they got this business doing that shit, I'm like, most people are connecting, they're collecting a W-2 and working on their bit. And so like the difference between reality and what is, is, and so I'm always aware of like, what actually is like what do people want to know what did i want to know like like no matter how much money i'm making i was like i always like to save money i like to you know 
I like to have the best experience for the best amount, you know, for the, for the least amount of money. Right. And yeah. so I started to, I was like, not everyone is Drake, you know, um, and not everyone is Jay-Z. There's just like, you know, these unlimited budgets. And so when I'd go to places, I would show people in Thailand or like when I, when I went to Thailand for the first time, I was like, like, what the hell? So like, for example, like I'm in, I'm, I'm going back to my place in Bali. Like right now I'm in, uh, I'm in Jakarta, like doing this video. I fly back to my villa in Bali tomorrow. I just did like a month in Rwanda, right? But like when I was in, um, like, so here in Indonesia, the cost of living is great. You could pretty much get like one for four or like, um, for like Thailand, my apartment in Chicago, like, like a, to give you a picture, um, like a doorman, a pool, like, um, you know, just like all the amenities, super modern, like $2,800 a month for like a nice, like one bedroom, right? This same type of one bedroom in Thailand, like in a great area. And the thing is people might be like, oh, is it, is it like, no, it's like very developed and that's the thing. And so that was like 400 bucks a month, maybe yeah. 500 bucks a month. That's like 400 bucks a month for the same type of apartment. And I was like, this is insane. The internet is good. Um, you could buy a bottle of like Jack Daniels whiskey in the club, like in Chiang Mai, Thailand for like 35 bucks. Right. And then uh, an Uber that would be like $20 in Chicago. Um, that's where I grew up would be like $4 in, you know, here. And so I was like, people would, if I didn't put context in the prices hmm. to these videos, people would just assume it's super expensive. And I was like, I don't want, like, I've always wanted people to watch my videos and say, I can do that too, versus like, oh, good for that motherfucker. But like, like, like I've always wanted people to be like, I can do that too. He's giving me useful information because I, I really want people to be able to travel and do this as well. So that is in essence, there's a long answer of what Passport Heavy. And then also I like to push the narrative of being a digital nomad of you can work anywhere around the world. A lot of times it's just mindset. You have people already working remote, but they're like, oh, but what about, I was like, you just need to get up and leave, put your shit in storage or like, if you have enough money, keep it. But like, it's literally just a mindset shift for being like um, a digital nomad is one of my greatest passions is, and then once people start to do it, they're like, oh, I didn't know that I could do this. And, it, it, and so that is, in essence is we show places that are not normally shown, we like to show the cost in these different places. And, and we do it in a cinematic way that like hump, I wouldn't be humbly speaking. I was like, we have some of the best content um, like on YouTube, like as far as like quality and presentation, and everything. Like I really stand behind, it's a brand name, like Pepsi. I stand behind it. Um, <laughs> if you've seen American Gangster. I really stand behind Passport Heavy and it's like, um, I'm really proud of the work that we do. So, you know, what I'm hearing there is uh, understanding of your audience, which is something you've done. Your, your storytelling, you also, you wanted to show people that they can have the lifestyle that they want, but they're probably telling themselves the wrong story about that. And, and you, mm -hmm. you are not only going out there to show that it's it's uh, it's untrue. You're actually covering it with with the cinematic um, approach that that you have. And basically, Passport Heavy is a travel and video production company. So on YouTube, you, you have the video production behind it. You have you narrating it, and you have you going from different places. You're doing this podcast in Asia, right? I think it's Jakarta, in Indonesia, right? 
Um, yeah, yeah, Indonesia yeah. right now. Yeah, and then you're going to go to the other part, another part of Indonesia, Bali. So you're living it, and people are following you through that. And something I've noticed with social media is people love following something, you know, whether it's weight loss, right? Oh, this, this person went from this to that. Or this person became a rapper while chasing their dreams. Or this person did this, and they graduated, and they're now a doctor here. Right? People just love that because they're living vicariously through people. But you're not only showing people how to live vicariously through you, but you're also showing them that they can do it by giving them the information, which is which is two things at the same time. Like even like this place, it's a beautiful one bedroom, um, like apartment slash suite slash service department, like pool, nice restaurant, all that stuff. Gym, 50, I think $57 a night. Yeah, $57 a night, which is a lot cheaper than people would think, right? The, the cost of living is different. Okay, now, Let's tackle the other aspect. Obviously, you've attained a level of success. You know, you were doing eBay, you're, you're, you're doing this, you're also doing the, I think it's Live Richer, if I'm correct. Um, Live Richer Academy, yeah. Yes, yes. And then, and then you, you, you know, you strike me as someone who is basically building an empire. Now you have naysayers and you have people who are like, wait, 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 wait. How many things? Sit down, settle down. What's the problem? Can't you just, aren't you confusing people? What are you doing? How do you work around that narrative where you're chasing more, but also you're making sure that people aren't confused by your brand? Man, the thing is, if they confuse, that's on them. Like <laughs> at the end of the day, like, like honestly, I'm the kind of person that's like, as long as me and my people are good, yeah. like we taking care of stuff, um, and I'm happy, that's it. You don't need to understand what was what like. You don't need to understand. Like for me, it doesn't change my world. Um, and it's like, so whatever channel that you are plugged into, as long as you understand that channel, that is fine. Like, I, I honestly do not care. Like it does not change. I don't know if that's the most, but like, I no. just don't care. Um, <laughs> I just, yeah, I just don't care. Um, and I say that in the humblest ways possible. It's just, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful thing though because it is true if, if you start getting worried about people that are asking these questions they're often not the people that are part of your audience right so that means you're actually mm -hmm. spending a lot of your energy on people that aren't in you know either trying to get information from you or willing to grow with you and then mm -hmm. who gets lost in that in, in that sauce it's, it's the people that you could be cultivating developing and marketing to uh it, it, but you know the part of it is we started off with talking about people in their formative years thinking about careers like yours you know they're thinking about getting into that but you know part of growing up in the social media generation is that you know you you there's bullying you know people they're they're trolls there are people out there and you know some of these people are 12 13 15 maybe just 20 and they're just thinking about that and people have hurt feelings which is valid but they don't they don't know how to deal with that negative feedback you know targeted I, <laughs> yeah man it's and it's kind of like like negative feedback for me it happens it happens rarely for me like I, I would say I'm blessed like I don't really get the I mean, knock on wood. Where the fuck's the wood? <laughs> yeah, fine wood, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, but I don't get the typical, even though I have like an internet market, I don't get like, oh my God, this guy's about money, or I don't really get that. Like, I don't, like, if I go through my Instagram, I don't really get, there's no, there's hardly any negative. And so when people, like, the most stuff people say, they're like, oh my God, like, oh, 
whatever, like, oh, you're so black, or like, um, you you have more than one girl. Like, it's it's like minor stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, it, 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 it's not something, and so. I mean, there'd be people like, oh, you think you're so cool, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like, and I'd be like, nah, I'm just me, bro. Like, I'm in Zara. Like, I wear Zara just like you, bro. Like, I'm I'm, I'm just a normal-ass dude. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah, but it goes back to the first thing you said. The first thing you said was mindset, right? And you said as mm-hmm. cliche as it sounds, it is so true. And and that mindset is 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 it's a it's a daily ritual. You know, many people will tell you, ah, it's so basic. But even the idea of being present, visualizing what it is you want to do, who you want to be, who you are, and then living that out. It, 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 you know, that's what gets me to 500 plus episodes, for example, because this is not the most profitable thing I do, but it's arguably the thing I enjoy the most. You know, I, 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 I run a, a company and I'm, you know, I'm a writer, speaker and all these things, those things generate income, but it comes from, you know, doing the work and being in the lab and really understanding people. And that's mm-hmm. what this podcast is, is highlighting those stories, but you have to find that joy doing what you love and then that is like your superpower because then Mm -hmm. if you're so sure about what you're going to do and what you want to do it doesn't really matter if someone is telling you something else because you've already put the time (laughs) and the mindset to say hey look i mean okay that's what you think i already know what i'm doing and i've seen it but anyway let's go on (laughs) there's a different thing huh interesting so what's next for you sir i know you're going to bali but What's next? Well, how, how are you planning to expand our Ooh. brain cells? <laughs> Man, like, um, we've been building, like, it's funny that you talk about Passport Heavy. It's the first time that we've, we've ever dropped episodes consistently. Normally, yeah. like, 2019, I think we, we dropped uh, three videos. Um, 2019, mm-hmm. right? 2020, um, I think we dropped maybe two videos, 2020. Yeah. 2021, uh, we're at like eight videos, like we're dropping videos every two weeks. So I talked to the team, I was like, we're about to be consistent in a way that the world has never seen us. Cause I was like, I want to take this shit over. <laughs> and so um, I was like, and I know the way the YouTube algorithms and everything pops, I was like, yo, we do some of the best work around. It's like, I know our core our core supporters that watch it are like, yo, this is so dope. You should be bigger, da, 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 da. But we haven't put that kind of focus and consistency, right? We're not out here like you, 500 episodes deep, right? <laughs> um, we have a handful, but like the, the stuff that we do drop, people remember. But I was like, yo, it, it's time to like step on their necks. Like, let them know we're here. And so... Um, like passport heavy is about to be a real like oh shit you heard about that new thing passport like people would be like like the real one from like the, the real supporters would be like yo bro i've been on that that's what i was trying to tell you about <laughs> and so there's a lot of focus um right now on uh, on passport heavy like i was like yo it's it's, it's time to stop playing around and we like yeah. we come to step on people's necks and um hey so that's good. that's one of the things coming like when you say like you know, and obviously I'm always, um, my dad always says, you know, don't talk until the chicken hatches. So it's like, you know, we're just going to consistently continue to drop. Um, but like in a way, so I say if, the, if what's next is that every two weeks that we're dropping, play, you know, content from different countries and different cities around the world, like just got back from 
Uh, like my dreams are coming true. Like, bro, just did a project with the NBA for like, you know, just got back from uh, Rwanda with the, the like, NBA Africa. Was it, yeah, yeah. For the BAL. Like it was a dream come true. Like the fact that, you know, the NBA is reaching out, but I want people to remember the name BAL. I say NBA just because it's like name association, but the new league that just launched the BAL is something so special. And uh, I'm so excited for people to see for what is coming. Obviously, some people probably heard about J. Cole, J. Cole. playing in, you know, this this league. But the like the talent and the aura, the energy, the businesses, the investments, um, like the country of Rwanda, like the the turnaround that it's had in the last. 20 years is unbelievable. That's another thing. People don't know what the Rwanda of today is, right? I'm about to spend probably about six months um, next year in Africa um, because I want people to know what's like the reality of what it is now and the things that the reason that Twitter has opened an office in Ghana, like there's so much happening and it's happening so quick, but the narrative hasn't caught up to what the reality is today. And like Rwanda, like, honestly, I had the fastest internet I've ever had in the world of any place of London, United States, Canada, on my phone in Rwanda. Like I had the fastest internet that I had, right? You have the most advanced COVID system. Like I heard, you know, other places, but like of the places that I've been, I've traveled quite a few places during COVID. Um, they have the most advanced system by far that I've seen. The roads are excellent. It's one of the cleanest cities, probably definitely one of the safest cities, right? And so it's one of the easiest places to do business. They just opened up um, a new uh, government like law permit thing where you can get a, a like a, a digital nomad residency thing. Um, like there's all these things. And I was like, yo, I want people to know it. Like, so you have this amazing city and then obviously, but then you have amazing wildlife as well. And so an organization is just like, I don't think people, a lot of people that picture Africa don't always know how developed and like how quickly it is developing because yeah. there are issues as well, right? There have been issues. Um, but what it is today is I don't think a lot of people are aware of how quickly um, you know, the continent is developing. And I want to be one of the people that shows people like, yo, don't sleep. And there's, there's this amazing continent that is flourishing, a lot of opportunity, um, you know, within the continent, um, beautiful people, beautiful space. And like, that's like part of what's next for me as well is just showing people what's on the continent. A lot of shared passions that I can't, I cannot express enough, but this is so cool. So basically they should follow you on Instagram or Facebook or is that, is that where yeah, it is? I mean, Instagram is not the top place I um, respond, but YouTube, Passport YouTube. Heavy. Um, that's the top place where you're going to catch the content. Okay, so Passport Heavy. Too, the micro content. And I was like, and if you know TikTok, man, I'm trying to do this TikTok thing. You know, I'm trying to get a TikTok and to travel around with the Passport Heavy. If you're TikTok, <laughs> I holler at the boy, you know? Okay. <laughs> hey, no, TikTok is growing. I, I Yeah, I, I started getting into it. So, uh, but Passport Heavy on YouTube, we'll make sure I put that in, in, the, note, in, the, in the show notes. And uh sounds like you're you know, occasionally on IG as well, and you're about to explode on TikTok. Your content will be great for TikTok, I'm just saying. Uh, uh, but yeah, I want to thank you all for coming on the show. The last question I always ask, though, my guest is this. It's my mission statement. My mission statement is use your difference to make a difference. So, Jabril, how do you use your difference to make a difference? 
Man, what a what a question. How do I use my difference to make a difference? Man, what I do, how do I use my difference to make a difference is I show people what's possible in life that maybe they didn't know what's possible through my own being. Like I grew up first nine years of my life in foster care, amazing foster parents. I got lucky, you know, single mother after that who never made more than like 25,000, you know, a year. And um, it's, it's been a journey, but I, I just tell people, if you hung around me, you'd be like, this guy? This guy's having success? Like, and then that's what happens. People come around me, they're like, yo, I could, I could do this too. And um, I've seen it happen time and time again. And I see more in a lot of people than they see in themselves. And I'm like, and if I see it, like, I cannot let you not see it. Yeah. If you if you ain't got it, I'm just not gonna say nothing. <laughs> but if I see you got it, I, I've got to let you know. So that's yeah. I, that's that was that's what I would say is that like, um, just being myself and let, letting others see it, and then also when I see something in others, like I really because that's a gift to the world. Like like you play like playing small when you, you could be so much more is um it doesn't serve the world. Well, there you have it, Kings Queens royalty. Jabril uses his difference to make a difference in such a unique way by basically, you know, shining that inner compass and telling you you can do it and uh, impossible is just simply I'm possible if you reframe. Uh, <laughs> thank you, brother. It's been, it's been great. I really enjoy uh, connecting. This has been fun. Thank All you right? so much. Pleasure's mine. Till next time, Kings Queens royalty, use your difference to make a difference. You've just been listening to the As Told by Nomads podcast. For more ways to reach out to Tayo and to use your difference to make a difference, head over to www.tayoroxon.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.